Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. There's a uh, saying in English that uh, some people can't chew cum and walk at the same time. The point is that we have trouble doing more than one thing simultaneously because whatever it is that we're doing takes all of our attention. So, in the world, we go through our mundane tasks every day. Uh, depending on our situation, uh, they're different, but in our formative years, uh, they usually include uh, going to work, uh, trying to earn a living, raising a family, and all of the things that a householder does. Now, most people are so involved in these tasks that they begin to do them in an automatic way. And these things become the center of their existence and the most important things in their existence. For some people, making money becomes the paramount uh, thing to do in their formative years. Uh, for some people, making sure their kids uh, get the proper education or go to the proper schools or learn to behave appropriately becomes the most important thing. Uh, what happens is people forget that there is also another part to this existence that the world that we see is not all there is. There is a world that we don't see. And this world that we don't see is as important as the world that we do see. And as we begin to understand the world that we don't see, we begin to realize that it's actually the largest part of existence. It's greater than the world that we do see. The world that we do see is a very small thing, like a mustard seed. The world that we don't see is the rest of all of existence. Now, if we can walk through the world that we do see and be conscious simultaneously of the world that we don't see, then our existence changes and we become someone different. Now, what is this world that we don't see? And is it possible for us to be in contact with this world? that we don't see. Where is this world that we don't see? And how do we get in touch with this world that we don't see? This world that we don't see is with us. In the same way that we walk through the world that we see, we are walking through the world that we don't see.
simultaneously we are in both places but we're only aware for the most part of the world that we do see so how do we become aware of the world that's not visible to us of the world that exists within us at the same time we're walking through this world well for starters you need a mentor a teacher somebody who is familiar with the unseen and is able to explain it to you and then you have to practice being in the places where the unseen exists the unseen are the qualities of Allah and they exist simultaneously next to us in this world that we walk to but the question is how do we imbibe those qualities how do we make them part of us how do we experience them as we do the mundane things of the world how do they become that which is the larger part of our being there are certain situations in life <clears throat> that bring out in us the understanding of those things and the ability to live those things one of them is babies when you're with a baby who has very little cognizance of the world that we see we drift to that place where our cognizance of the world that we see diminishes because we empathize with the baby and we become like the baby and we sit there and goo goo and ah ah with the baby and in doing that the world recedes from us and as it recedes from us we become closer to what the baby sees and understands because the baby at that stage is in the world of the unseen it's within the qualities of Allah another way that this happens for us is through a true teacher a true teacher knows the place that baby knows but knows it in a mature way and is able to bring that into being for those who come into his presence so the teacher can bring love to you as you sit before him and he can wipe away your difficulties and your troubles and your mindsets about the world that you see and live in and bring you to this separate space this separate space that somehow not attached to the world yet within the world this place of love and kindness and mercy and compassion which seems so often
to be missing from the world. So, being in front of such a being is like being in front of a generator with an electric appliance. The generator will turn that appliance on, while without the generator, it's inert. But we, being in the presence of such a being, are now in the presence of a generator who not only can turn on within us that love and that compassion and that mercy, but he has the capacity to make us into generators also. And it is in that action that the true miracle of the sheikh, the teacher, occurs. He is able to transfer into those who come to him that which he has and that which he is. So all of a sudden, the way he is can become the way we are. And he is without attachment to the world. And because he has this lack of attachment to the world, he's not constantly affected by what it does to everybody else. And since he's not affected by what it does to everybody else, he has the space within him to be affected by the truth, by reality. Because he's not attached to illusion. He's not attached to non-reality. He has no interest in these things. And we, as beings, usually follow our interests. And if our interests are in the world, then we will follow that. But if we can change our interests to hak, to reality, to love, to compassion, then we can follow those things. And we can become love generators, mercy generators, compassion generators, so that people who come into our presence can feel the presence of love and their appliance inside of themselves can be turned on and they can feel (coughs) love and mercy. They can feel it beginning to happen within them. And as they notice that occurring, as they notice that change, as they notice love dwelling up within them, an interesting thing happens. They all of a sudden realize that it's better than anything they've ever been able to get from the world of illusion. It's better than anything they've ever been able to get from the world that they see. So their focus changes. And so they now become less interested (coughs) in the world and more interested in love because of what love does to them. And because of what love 
inspires in them. And because of how love makes them act and the response they get from being loving. If you want people to like you, become more loving. If you want people to accept you, become more loving. Become more lovable. People complain to me sometimes that uh, I don't seem to make the right impression. I, uh, I don't seem to be able to get people to empathize towards me. And the reason is you're not empathetic. You're not lovable. You're not nice. You create a scenario around yourself that isn't approachable. Once you become approachable, once you become easy with love and easy with mercy, your life changes. Everything about you changes. Your experiences change. Now, you can't really understand this until you do it because it's conjecture. Everybody's talking about nobody's going there. Heaven. Heaven is love. And you can talk about it all day long and all night long, but unless you <laughs> you bring it about, you ain't going there. You can't go there. It's not possible. So, if we want to actually understand love, we have to immerse ourselves in love. You can't get wet unless you jump in the pool. And you can't know what being wet is unless you get caught in the rain. Love is raining all the time. We need to get caught in that downpour. We have to soak in that downpour. And we have to create a generator within ourselves that continues that love to be created and to be sent forth out into this world. The effect of one person loving in this world is immeasurable. And who is it going to be that's going to do that loving? Are we going to leave it up to somebody else? Or are we going to realize how to love? Are we going to have excuses for why we can't love? Or are we going to get involved in love? You can sit still and close your eyes and love. You don't need any other outside stimulus. Of course, after you learn how to love, you need to bring it out into the world and spread it around. Love needs to be spread everywhere. Love makes things grow. Love makes things blossom. Love makes things bloom. Love invigorates existence. Love makes life worthwhile. We need to understand it, and we need to help other people understand it. It is our duty as ones who have been given love from <clears throat> the transducer who was given it directly from God, we have to become like him 
and spread love around. It's our duty. It's our responsibility. It's our birthright. It's the treasure of our existence. And love grows through being spread around. May Allah open our hearts so that love comes in and that love goes out. May allow us to understand the essence of the unseen that belongs to Allah so that we may join with the unseen and bring the unseen into this world. Bring love and mercy into ourselves and then spread it to everyone else. Ameen. Ameen. Ya Rabbi Lala. Assalamu alaykum.